when inside the cave. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Inside the cave. Inside the cave. Oh, yeah. Inside the cave. Inside the cave. Inside the cave. Welcome back inside the cave. Inside the cave. He gave me a real zap in the gap. Inside the cave. Uh, thank y'all for being amazing outlets. A lot of people need that. Gang bangers. Turn around and interview you for having the best podcast. Don't want to be down with this ass. David, it's so crazy. <laughs> Inside the cave. back inside the cave the cave podcast.com and now inside the cave blog.com inside the cave blog.com somebody said that we got one of the best blog sites there is and we don't have a lot of content so shout out to that person but inside the cave blog.com i want everybody to go there right now inside the cave blog.com uh, I am CB at I'm the real CB, and next to me always. Well, nah, he's not here today. He'll be here later on when we interview. Uh, what's her name? Uh, we bring him in. Veli Vel is here. Yo, what up, people? This your boy Veli <clears throat> underscore Vel at IG, Twitter, all that good stuff. What up, bro? And the lovely and beautiful Miss Cat. What up? What up, everybody? Hello. All right, so we I got, got we got Happy a summer. Hey, thank you, Kat. Thank you, Kat. We got a good show today. Uh, we got what's that? Tell us who we got on the show today, Valley. I don't want to. Oh me- man, you know what? I don't want to mess People her name used up. To say, huh? I don't want to mess her name up. <laughs> well, you know what? I'm gonna give you this. People used to say my family was their family, thanks to cousin Lamar, his family. I was D. Will Smith, and guess what? We had who? Ain't Viv. Mrs. Janet, you now That's right, the original Aunt Viv, right? The real one, the chocolate. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. We um inside the cave for the next couple weeks. Other than the week, we'll be at Exotica, uh, supporting Chicago. Uh, Jay Davis, a film director, comedian, standout guy from Chicago. Actually, the guy that gave me my first start. I give credit where credit's due. Gave me my first start at trying to do streaming radio back in the day. And uh, he is shooting a film called Not Another Black Movie. And we have the privilege of interviewing the cast. A couple people from the cast that we've interviewed is uh, Janet Hubert, as Valley said. Uh, Damon Williams actually came through for a couple times, uh, for, for just for a few seconds. And we interviewed a lot of the other cast too. What was the other kid's name, uh, Veli? You got that show on WCIU, you remember? 
we got him coming up. I think it's Seaside. I want to mess it up. But he's, uh, he's a pretty good guy, too. He's coming on. And then um, we're going to be interviewing a lot of more other people. So be tuned. Make sure if you subscribe to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, TuneIn app, and on the Google Play Store. Kat, I got to tell you that. We're on the Google Play Store. Oh, you don't have to tell me anything. I'm already up on the Google Play Store. Oh, okay. Who told you? Oh, I caught when just because you don't send out memos don't mean I get CC'd on stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I, I sure forgot. But yeah, we're on the Google Play Store too, so there's no excuse for you not to be able to listen to us. But we got some great interviews, great shows coming up. Uh, everybody else is taking the summer off. All your favorite TV shows except Power is taking the summer off. But guess what? Inside the Cave is still going strong we got a good show Jenny hubert is coming on today all right but we also got uh hey check this out joe dirt is not here for uh the main part of the show but we still we still got a we still got a dirt sheet though the show must go on it's the number one segment so hey if joe's not here somebody gotta do it and uh, I got a good one for you, Veli. It's a uh, couple couple weeks old, but we're gonna we're gonna talk about that on the dirt sheets. A good dirt sheets. Uh, Let's do it. And uh, we got Big Dog. He'll be here with the country rap tune. We got uh, the long waited people have been. <laughs> yeah, we got some crazy ones too. We only doing three of them though. But we got some people have been uh, sending in things for Cat's Corner. They said it's been a, too long since we did. Yeah, I get. I think those are your people. Now nah, they're actually not your people. I know. <laughs> you got to see. The, we got. We got some good ones though. We got uh, some people for Cat's Corner. They want your advice, Cat. So uh, we got. We're gonna do that. Then we got emails and complaints. I mean, uh, a couple of them. Cousin Lamar's not here today, so uh, I'm gonna do what I can. What I saw, and uh, the rest of the show. So we got a good show. Anything else before we but get the show started? Yeah, man, yeah. I'm unorganized like a motherfucker today, too. But yeah, shout out to everybody listening to us. Shout out to all our new subscribers inside the cave. And make sure you go to insidethecaveblog.com. All right, the company is moving, as my uncle would say. The company is moving. All right, oh, make sure you go to our inside the cave blog. All right, I'm telling you, we uh, it's a lot of new stuff going on. Uh, check out that guy who uh, talked about Derek Rose being traded. Derek Rose, uh, we're going to get into that uh, in a little bit. We're going to talk about that in a second. But let's get the show started. Uh, CB's quote of the week. The quote of the week. Enjoy. All right, here we go. Um, I don't even know who came. I don't even know who did, said this quote, but I like it. And I know I know, I heard it from somewhere, but I, I, I don't know who came up with it. But I like it. Maybe, maybe I made it up. I don't know. But it's been on my mind for the past three weeks. Here it is. There are thinkers and then there are doers. There are thinkers and then there are doers. I don't know if you guys know who made this quote up. You guys can tell me, but it, if no one else takes credit for it, I'll say CB came up with it. But there are thinkers and there are doers. The thinkers are the ones that just sit around on ideas and, and their thoughts and their imaginations and never put it to work. And then there are doers. The guys or girls that go out there and make it happen. Make it happen. From this point forward, if I haven't been already, I'm nothing but a doer. 
That's what I'm, I'm just. I'm, I got a shout out for the thinkers because without thinkers, doers would have nothing to do. So yeah, I but, think you know everybody should have their gift, and not everybody is an actual you know physical doer. But you know none of your favorite shows would be on TV if someone didn't write it, and that's just a thinker. I you think, know. Well, okay, I think you're misunderstanding me when I say there are thinkers and they're doers. I'm talking about the people that sit back and bitch and complain because somebody stole their idea. I used to be that guy sit back they stole their idea but they never put that idea in motion all they did was just talk about it this is what i want to do i wish i can do this man it'll be dope if we can do this how about we do this let's do that but they never do it and then next thing you know a week later you see your shit out there well then maybe you should maybe you should say there are procrastinators and there are doers because wow. there are many great thinkers and well, i don't want to say i don't want to say they're procrastinators they're just get people that are slow movers slow movers you know what i mean or people that don't move at all they just sit back and imagine imagine shit all the time I, i'm the, i'm telling you this because i was that guy you have an excuse for everything the reason why you can't do something time to get it done brother i'm watching people that i've been knowing for 15 years drop and die and no longer here man it's time to get the job done brother if you go on inside the cave blog.com You'll see a quote that I use from Steve Harvey. And I'm telling you, I'm focused, I'm motivated. It's time to get the job done, brother. It's tired of sitting around watching other people work and you sitting back doing nothing. You got to take inside the cave to the next level, brother. And I'm focused. That's the quote of the week. There are thinkers and there are doers. I'm a doer from this point on. What you thinking? What are you thinking about doing? Oh, man, you ate. What I'm thinking about doing is already in motion, brother. You living it. You dig? I guess I'm, I guess you know. I just don't want people to feel like their ideas now, you know, won't mean something later. Because again, you mentioned a couple of shows ago how this whole show started from an idea, from a from a thought of you guys communicating with each other. And so some thoughts, you know, they are very important and don't, you know, some people are doers and have given it no thought at all. And they just out there doing something. So that doesn't make them more successful than the person who just thought a great idea didn't do anything. I think they both come hand in hand. I'm with your, I'm with your quote. I'm just, you know, devil's advocate and like, well, be careful because thinkers are extremely important as well. And I think what you're trying to say is don't sit on an idea. Don't just have a great thought or don't just do something without thinking about it. They both go hand in hand. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. All right. I'm not, I like that. All right, all right. Thanks for coming in the to clean. Has spoken. Yeah, thanks for coming in there cleaning that up. You know, I know we we living in a world where everybody's sensitive and they can't just take me being blunt and honest. And uh, but yeah, yeah. See, I'm just keeping it hype. I'm keeping it hype. Yeah, all right. And on, it's and hype. The fact that we're in the comedy section also. Right. <laughs> all right, that was the quote of the week. Let's get into this. Kill yourself and start over. The first segment. The A Block. Kill yourself and start over on Inside the Cave. All right, we, I'm sure we got a lot on. What you got, Belly? Brother, I got a lot. There's been a lot going on. Get it off your you chest. Got the, you got the Orlando murders. Yep. You got the alligator eating up the boy. Yes, yes. But with all of that said, I mean, and, and, and you know what on top of that is stuff going on in Africa and all these countries and 
all of this depressing news. But you know what I'm upset about right now, CB? What's that? I just want to say, John Pax, guard for me, kill yourself and start over. Yeah. And I know people out there asking why. Probably you, CB. No, I, I know. <laughs> but win or lose, 0 oh, and 82, 82 or no. I'm one of the biggest Bull fans. I'm, I'm one of the Today is a day for me as a Chicago and as a Bull fan. Sorry to see Derrick Rose go. John Paxson, get yourself a start over. Yep, for those that don't know, the, the Bulls have traded <laughs> uh, Derrick Rose. for. And what did, the, what did the Bulls get in return, Valley? Not a goddamn thing, yeah, brother. Our typical Bulls fashion. That's, that's that's what you get for being a Chicago Bulls fan. That's I left the Chicago Bulls when greatness left. Phil Jackson and Jordan left that ship. I jumped off the Titanic too. So before it hit the iceberg, brother, the Bulls. Let me tell you this. I got a I got a blog that's coming out pretty soon on InsideTheCaveBlog.com, and I'm gonna add to Veli Vale's "Kill Yourself and Start Over." The Bulls will never, ever. Ever, 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 ever win another ever? championship again. Never. Not n- none of our lifetime. Ever. And, and just to add to that, CB, if as an organization you treat the best player in NBA history like shit, what does that mean for everybody under that person? Yep. Hey, here's what it is, brother. I, I seen it coming from a long, a long time. I, 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 Bulls ain't shit. I, I've been jumped off of that shit, brother. That every time I, you'll read it on InsideTheCaveBlog.com. Who you got, Kat? I usually don't have people, but I'm trying to get in the spirit of, you know, resetting and starting over. Okay. And I want to, you know, start off my kill yourself and start over or reset and start over with a disclaimer on I love all humans. Hmm. And I'm not an animal lover to the point where, like, I won't wear a mink coat or eat a steak. You know what I mean? Like, I understand the circle of life and us and animals. But people who leave their dogs in the car when they go into a store, I think that is like, I mean, I know there are people who leave their babies in the car. Any person who who leaves a living thing in their vehicle during the summertime or during warmer weather really should kill themselves and start over. Like, I think that is the most selfish. I went to the grocery store. There was a little dog on the back seat. And the scary part was like, when I went into the store, the dog was barking. And when I came out, like the dog was laying down. So I went back in and told the little security guy. But just the fact that that person left the dog in the car like that, and maybe Jewel will be tripping with the dogs. But that's something that I think is so... That's so not cool. And I'm so sad about that. Boy, like articles that I've read recently about people leaving their animals, leaving their children in the car in the summer. I think that you should you should kill yourself and start over. That's the rudest shit ever. Yeah, especially the children. And if, 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 if your dogs are like the children. children then, and, yeah. I'm all for, you know, human rights. Like, yes, you should never leave your child, but you shouldn't have a fucking dog if you just don't leave it in, you know, a car. So, yeah, that's uh, my I'm, uh, I'm done. I agree, Kat. That is that is beautiful. That's the reason why we have this segment for for stuff like that. I mean, like you said, why would you do your children or your loved ones, whether it's a pet child, whatever it is? Don't leave your, don't leave Big Mama in the car while you run into CVS. That's so. Yeah, for real, 
For real. And it's 103 degrees outside. Especially without the... Even if it's 85 degrees. I know you ain't cracked that window enough. Turn the air conditioner on. Yeah, I agree, Cap. <laughs> hey, uh, here's, here goes mine. I was hoping Dog was going to be there. But you know what? We got Cat, so I'm sure she'll probably be up. So I don't sound all the way biased. But uh, I'm just going to tell it like it is. So I went to my daughter's... Uh, <laughs> dance reception thank god nobody listened to the show from associated with my daughter's dance school not yet at least so i went to her dance reception and uh and uh i want to give the parents of this one young lady a kill yourself and start over now let me say this let me clarify this one young girl she did a great job she was about five or six years old she did a great job she was able to do all the tumbles and everything like that but she's five or six years old, and she's about a hundred, almost a hundred pounds. See, those parents, everybody gave her, you know, the uh, encouragement, clapping for her, and all that kind of stuff. And it, you know, you want to feel like, yes, yeah, she deserved that and everything, and she did. The problem is the parents. The parents have made that child damn near a hundred pounds, and maybe she wasn't a hundred pounds. Maybe she was seventy pounds. But she's five or six years old. And she's 70 pounds, 80 pounds. Fucking kidding me? You parents, kill yourself and start over. That means that you're sitting around the house and you're not taking care of your kids. You're just telling them, you're bringing home McDonald's and you're just telling them to eat Cheetos, Flaming Hots, and all that kind of stuff all night. You're not giving them a well-rounded diet. No way in the, a child is not coming to this world overweight. A child is not coming here like that. That parent did that. So you two, you two parents, the mother and the father, kill yourself and start over for doing that baby like that. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. While I, while I do want to defend the family, we don't know if this girl got a glandular problem. We don't know her her life story. We don't know her story. But yes, I also believe that as parents, we are responsible for the health of our children. And you know, CB there. I kind of agree. There is no difference between a, a parent that's negligently allowing a child to, to eat for whatever reason, you know, to, to not have a healthy, you know, a child, a kid runs around, you know, so, yeah. you know, we don't know her story. I'm going to say that we don't know her story and what's going on. But also as a parent, we are responsible for getting our children active and trying to do the best. You know, I, my daughter, she's she's not a big girl by any means, but she she kind of thick, you know. And uh, I get kind of upset when the doctor says, like, you know, for her age, she's obese. Because I'm thinking, like, well, no, she's active. And, you know, she doesn't get shortness of breath. Like, she's, she's just a chubby girl, you know. But to have a child with morbidly, and they call it morbid you know because death is the result of that so to have a morbidly obese child and and you know i mean i guess this society now we have to accept things so there there is no fat shaming hashtag no fat shaming no fat shaming i'm talking about i'm just talking about the parents that's that's all i'm talking about i'm talking about what the parents did and i seen your child cat what trust me what i'm talking about it has nothing to do with what your child you you, look but you know what too cb and another thing with that is the parents don't know how to say no. They give them whatever they want. But then they put the kids in dance class to say, well, we're going to help you not only be active, but try to stay fit or possibly help you get back in shape when they had a reason possibly that the girl gained this weight. Yeah. And, and the thing is, it's not, you know, just like with us. Like if you're an adult or a teenager and you decide to get like, look, I'm, I'm overweight. All right. 
I'm grown. I made that decision for myself. I'm talking about someone who you're responsible for. And then what I'm saying also is this, you know, it doesn't just have to do with the being active and everything. It's the same thing with us losing weight. It's all about the diet. 80% of it is diet. So it's no reason for and that see, child in, to be in real like, life. If she was doing the opposite and not feeding the child, or the child was extremely skinny, yep. somebody would have stepped in and been like, right, "Why not feed baby right. while her ribs showing?" Right, right, right. And the thing is, and I'm not going to say it was a she, because I, I I'm pretty sure both parents were there. Could have been the he or the she, dad or the mom. So, on behalf of that child, that lovely child that did a great we job, mama, it's all right. <laughs> yeah, on behalf of that child. Your parents need to kill yourself and start over. Not literally, not physically, just uh, for this show. Where reset, we're in the we're in the comedy. Yeah. Nah. Yeah, no, we're in the comedy section, so you know what I'm talking about. I got a very special kill yourself and start over. I forgot about these two. I don't know how I forgot about it. Um, I want to give a, a special kill yourself and start over to Joe Dillard, Courtney Blackman, and Andrew King. Uh, we were interviewing Janet Hubert and Andrew King forgot to press record and see and Courtney Blackman didn't go behind him and make sure that it was being videotaped and Joe Dirt and Joe Dillard turned into a mark because all he wanted to do was take pictures and forgot what we were there for. So. I want to give a very special kill yourself and start over to for for to Andrew King, Courtney Blackman, and Joe Diller for fucking up the video of Janet Hubert. All right, I could have blamed it. Courtney Blackman has been asked to kill himself and start over on several episodes. That is not true. That is that that is not true. CB has, but not Courtney Blackman. All right, CB has, not Courtney Blackman. But anyway, oh, and then one more. Uh, another special kill yourself and start over goes to Veli Vell. I'm giving Veli Vell a kill yourself and start over because for those that don't know, he is known as Frugal Veli's at times. So I decided to take some advice from Frugal Veli and uh, I went to the dollar store and I bought some dollar source soap. Men's, men's wash soap, whatever. I think that's exactly, I, I, I think that's what it's called. Men's wash soap. That's the name That's of it. That's what you fucked up at. Yeah. Oh, I want... Your skin still dried out right That's what you fucked up at, man. Don't do that shit. Bro. I put that soap on me. I have never it's used... Like a I didn't even know soap had an expiration date. That soap... <laughs> I put that soap on me. That soap ran off of me. I didn't get... I I think I used a whole bottle in one, in one shower just to get clean. So I want to give a kill yourself and start over the belly for being so goddamn cheap. And making me be cheap. Yeah, Cam, what process. does that have to do with me? Yeah, Nothing at all. I'm trying to. I think, see, if you want to make any kind of, you know, frugal decisions, you should check in. Yeah. Uh, that's we have $6, a $6 little more of Dove soap, brother. Not that cheap ass shit. Boy, your skin, you going to fuck around a little dollar, man. Yeah, well. We, we all know that anything you buy from the dollar store isn't going to be as great as the real item. Yeah, well, that was Belly's fault. He made me do it. I was trying to be. I only buy snacks from the dollar store, and they ain't trying, even as good. I was trying to be frugal, and uh, it didn't work out good for me. But that was a special kill yourself and start over to Andrew King, Courtney Blackman, and Joe Dillard, and a special one to Veli Vell. You kill yourself and start over for that crap. 
for that frugal shit. Alright, that was uh, emails and- oh no, that was kill yourself and start over. Let's get into this emails, feedback, and complaints. Emails and complaints. Emails and complaints with Cousin Lamar on Inside the Cave. Alright, Cousin Lamar is not here. Uh, I got a couple of them. That I saw. I'm not organized today, but we do have uh, Jan Janet. Hu Is that my saying her name right? Janet Huber coming on, right? Janet Huber. Janet Huber. I'm sorry. Yeah. Aunt Viv. Aunt Viv. Okay. I just want to give her a correct name. I just I feel like I'm saying her name wrong every time I say it. I don't know why. But yeah, she'll be on later on. But I do got a couple complaints. Here we go. Uh, Carol from Indiana says. Uh, I don't know if you heard this cat, but uh, Carol from Indiana. She said that. Uh, so Joe. And CB can't talk nothing but porn and ignorance. When uh, Tony came on, you guys had nothing to say. As a matter of fact, Joe got schooled by Tony. <laughs> oh, Joe, when you need him. Yep. Wow. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, it was pretty Oh, deep. I can imagine he would be like, well, uh, anybody ask you? Like, he'd say something real yeah. clever, simple. Joe, Joe said he wants a rematch with uh, Tony Ratcliffe, so we'll see how that goes. I don't know if you heard that, Kat. Did you hear that? Yes, I did. No. I did. And I, th I thought it went all right, but she, yeah, she's shots fired, Joe. Yeah, we got, uh, <laughs> it, it doesn't end there. Here we go. Reggie from Indiana. <laughs> said, Reggie? Yeah. Said as, uh. Indiana. Shout out to Indiana. Thanks for listening, guys. Yeah, Reggie. Heard from the motherfucker say his name was Reggie. Reggie said, uh, <laughs> all right, well, <laughs> tell Joe to stick to the dirt sheets. Leave religion alone. Damn. It's a little bit more than that, but I'm going to leave it. I'm not going to say the rest of it. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Read it. Read it. <laughs> Whoa. And that was from his brother. <laughs> <laughs> tell, yeah, Reggie from Indiana oh, said, uh, "Tell Joe to leave, stick to the dirt sheets, and leave religion alone." All right, that. Uh, uh. <laughs> hey, to Joe's defense, he had a long day prior to the interview, people. Mm. But, but stay tuned for the rematch, like Cleveland and Golden State. Stay tuned for the rematch. All right, this is from Hustle Simmons. Hustle Simmons is one of our one of our one of our first like six guests. Hustle, what's up? He said what up, Hustle? he uh, uh, told us that see what I told you. Where's the original podcast? I told you Derrick Rose will be will be leaving the Bulls. That's from Hustle Simmons. So uh, we'll be having Hustle Simmons on Chicago promoter, uh, big time dude. He was one of our first. Well, he was like episode six or something, episode five or something, belly. Yeah, he was pretty early on. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Hustle Simmons, but uh, he he wants yes, his sir. he wants his props. I don't need that shit though. Yeah, he wants his props. He said he called it on the on the on the episode that Derrick Rose would be leaving. Hey, right, that just came in actually today. All right, uh, hold on. Let's see, I'm unorganized. I'm unorganized. Uh, oh, Nadia Styles. Uh, no, no, this is D, D Strawberry. Shout out to Inside the Cave for the uh, shout out for the for the shout out on Baller Alert. Remember D hey, Strawberry? D she, Strawberry. She was one of our cave crushes from uh, from um, what was that episode? I don't know. It was from the beginning of the year. She was one of our cave crushes. The beautiful. And she still is mine. Yeah. She's still my cave crush. Especially now that you found out that she y'all ain't related, right? Yeah. 
We are not related. Cat, you ever seen? Cat, you ever seen D Strawberry? Uh, I'm, I'm sure I have. I probably, I'll have to see your picture again. Yeah. I love the Cave Crush. I'm an Instagram Cave Crush fan. Yeah, she. Um, hey, Cat, you know what goes good with strawberries? Who? <laughs> Whipped cream and chocolate. Hey, D Strawberry. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Oh, this was the. Oh, here we go. Uh, Lindsay says, "Why y'all putting tramps on uh, on the podcast and making them famous? Who is that bitch?" I guess Lindsay, she, would you like to be on the show? She is talking about. I'm, I'm assuming she's talking about the uh, the. Uh, no, don't assume. Ronnie no, Rose was well, on that same. It was on that same feedback on the Ronnie Rose show. So it was on that. Oh my goodness, yeah, that is intense, sister Lord. Hating yeah. her ain't gonna make you look no better. Be yeah. nice. Yeah. What she do to you, Lindsay? Yeah, who is yeah that? like that's so sad. It's people who don't have enough things to do that that's all they can give. Like, dang, yeah. this lady Lindsay, probably would like to be on a show. Yeah. We have Lindsay on the show. Jeez, mm-hmm. will we? Her? And we got another guy from Facebook. I don't have his name in front of me, but he says that inside the cave is a bunch of liars. <laughs> talking about, um, talking about, man, what's that kid's name? Hold on. Uh, let me find it. I'm sorry. He, uh, but anyway, I ain't gonna make him famous. But he called inside the cave a bunch of liars for having Ronnie Rose on there, saying that she must be somebody. For uh, must be somebody close to Steph Curry because she has better seats than Steph Curry's wife. So talking <laughs> once again talking about talking right. about the Ronnie Rose episode. That's the worst. That's all. That's all they can say. Yeah, actually, I think right, that's the worst. Look at her seats. That's terrible. What's the What's the kid's name? I, you know what, Veli? I don't have it in front of me. I'm going freestyling because it's, it's on our Facebook page. Oh, okay, page. good. Well, we don't need it in any way. And actually, I think hey, uh, that buddy, was two episodes. Buddy. Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. You. Yeah, you listening. You have two choices. You can either reset or you can kill yourself. Pick <laughs> both. Shout out to, uh, and also shout out to Kenny Boom. Uh, Kenny Boom. Promoter Kenny Boom giving us love uh, uh, on uh, Inside the Cave. From seeing uh seeing us on baller alert. Alright. Uh we got a lot more we got a lot of uh yeah, Kenny shit. Shout out to Kenny Boom. Also shout out to Deshaun Prototype, but shout out to Kenny Boom Deshaun. as well. Uh those guys, let me tell you something. For for a long <laughs> for for a long point in my life, I always thought Veli Vell was one of the coolest guys in the world. And he still is. But those two guys, let me tell you something, brother. Those two you know guys. What? <laughs> I can't even take that personal, CB. You absolutely right, man. Those two guys live a life that I don't want to live this life, but in my next life, I would like to come back as either Kenny Boom or Deshaun Prototype, and also Who, sh- whichever one you be, I'm gonna be the other one. <laughs> right. <laughs> hey, and also shout out to Nadia Styles, uh, giving us love, and we got some more too, man. But I'm, I'm unorganized today. Uh, that's why we need cousin Lamar because we got a lot of them. But shout out to Nadia Styles. She will probably be a cave crusher of the week pretty soon, giving us love on Instagram. And, and shout out to everybody else who I missed. I know it's been a while since we did this, but I'm trying to show love to everybody that's showing love to us. All right, that was emails and complaints with cousin Lamar, but me doing it because cousin Lamar is not here today. No Uga of the week unless you got somebody, Veli. 
You know anybody you want to give an Ugo of the week? Uh, no, you know what? I'm going to be nice. I'm going to be nice. Okay. No, no Ugo uh, of the week. Cat, you, get, Cat, you got some money? We got a couple minutes. We got minutes before the show's over with. Okay. <laughs> Cat, you got anybody for Ugo of the week? No, no Ugas. No Ugas. All right. Well, let's get into this then. Uh, shout out to International D. Sorry you couldn't make it again. Uh, let's get into this. Let's get into the question of the day. The question of the day. What, what we got, Kat? The question of the day is regarding Aisha Curry, guys. Do you think Aisha Curry stepped out of line as a wife to Steph Curry during the NBA Finals? Like, do you think her behavior was not... Um, I don't know, appropriate for the wife of a, of, of a, ball, a ball player. CB, you want me to go first? You got it? Yeah, go ahead, man. You go first. Oh, you know what? It's, it's kind of the tales of, of two stories to me. I actually like the fact that she stood up for her husband. You know what I mean? And I'm going to go back to D for a second with this. You know, people want to say light-skinned people are soft and, you know, light in the ass. <laughs> But she, she held her own. And I really appreciate that. You know, being a married man, I like how the white guy she stuck up for her husband because that's what she should do. But on the other hand, social media, yeah, he's the face, possibly one of the important faces of NBA. Why do that? Because now you're making people wonder, like, well, you wasn't crying when your man was down three to one. Now he came back and he won. Now you're saying it's rigged. So that's my you don't what they call it CB don't call the kettle black, black kettle with the kettle when it's black and it's like <laughs> right 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 um, I think this is all about a woman in this situation staying in her place uh, and just to show that I'm fair and balanced uh, my wife she has a, a prestige job you know she lives does I, I don't on the other hand I really don't I can say whatever I want to say about my job and do whatever I want to do and and she can say whatever she wants to say and doesn't it won't affect but she has a prestige job where I can't sit back and just make reckless comments publicly in association with her because it would get her fired so it's the same thing in the NBA you are that man's wife as big dog would say uh, marriage is not about all that bullshit about two people falling in love and all that shit. That's bullshit. That's, if you believe in that, that marriage is all about love, you're a mark. Marriage is marriage is starting a business. You've, you got a partner, a partner that you trust. Two partners coming together and you're going to make something great. And you're going to build something. You might have kids and you're going to pass that on to your kids. That's what marriage is all about. All right. You one looks out for the other. All right. So knowing that, that she's part of the Steph Curry brand, not the Steph and Aisha brand, the Steph Curry brand, know your role and shut your mouth, woman. All right. You're the, know reason. Your role and shut your You're the reason why the Golden State Warriors lost. You shut your mouth. You sit back. Oh my you sit God. Back. Okay, CB, we're no, 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 no. Hold on. You sit back. You look. I'm gonna come in between both wait, you wait, and Belly. Let me, and I'm let, gonna me say let me just finish what I want to say. Sit back and look pretty. I'm gonna let you continue that ridiculous battle like it's Bob Poppycock. What you're saying, she had nothing to do with that man's job on the court. 
She wasn't saying anything derogatory. I don't think this woman had, you know, this is the, the, the case of the smart kid in class. And you know how there's a kid in class and they're just smarter. The guy is just smarter. The girl is just smarter. For some reason, you are talked about and made fun of and everything you do is wrong. Just like the worst kid in the class, the PP kid. Like everybody, you know, kind of is messing with this chick because she kind of wants to be down. Why wouldn't she want to support her man on social media? That makes absolutely no sense. He does not have a job where her saying, I think this game is rigged, is going to put him at any risk at all. Cat, like, Cat do you listen to what you're saying? You're first saying. First of all, Cat, don't ever say let you come between me and CP. Right. Pause. You, without saying pause. Now look. No, I'm saying like. Uh, pause. Uh, and and conversationally, I'm going to agree with you both that yes, there is a certain way a woman should behave. Period. However, I don't think she crossed any line. She just used her social media like you use yours. I mean, no. you get on, you put a cave crush, you like a cave crush picture, and yeah, if your wife's job really wants to get into it, they can find out who you are and that you got a cave crush. That's but not, they don't give. That, that, that's it. not true. You misunderstand it. Doesn't give a shit about her. First of all, that the NBA does. First of all, she is the wife of the top three player in the NBA, and she said that his job is rigged. He, she, you can't say that. Whatever. Said, that's just like your slow ass work at White Castle, and I'm pissed because you gotta go to work a day. I want you to take off. I can say whatever the fuck. I don't. You. I don't work for White Castle. Okay. So I could talk shit about their burgers all you day part on of my the, page. You are part of the brand. Anything to do with the fact that my man, you know, is is a is an excellent employee for White Castle. Well, that, if he's a mediocre, shitty player, then she should have several seats. But he is one of the <laughs> players in the league. So if she wants to say I'm mad because they lost, why can't she? It's not that she said they lost. It's the fact that she said it's rigged. It's rigged. Sorry. We can say 73 wins was rigged. We can say him winning two MVPs was rigged. We can say him hitting 400 three-pointers was rigged. Exactly. But that you know what? Point. You can go on your social media. You can say it. Why can't she give her opinion? You can't you say can that. You can go on your social media and say this shit was rigged. Because we're not, we're not part of the NBA. She is part of the NBA. Her husband is part of the NBA. He's part of promotion and all the everything that goes on. You both need to untuck your balls and be mad. ACB. How many she times? Definitely, she, she has done nothing to embarrass ACB. me. Yo. ACB, that's all I'm gonna say. ACB, yo. Yo. How many times have your favorite player, Kobe Bryant, wife Vanessa, ever said anything to or about the NBA? She knows. I'm sorry, and I knew you were gonna go there, so I did a little research. And if you remember, research. Back this that's Veli's line. You can't say she that. She had an article. She had an article. Research. A whole GQ article about how she she came up on his discrepancy. Okay, but she didn't but say. Did, what did she say about the NBA? In the magazine, this lady has on Vanessa Will. What's her name? Vanessa Bryant has on like this gown, this ball gown, while her child and husband are like playing on the floor jovially. Like she, she lived. She was Elizabeth Taylor for a while off of this scandal that went down, and nobody said like, oh, you know, she's she's disrespecting the NBA by telling her story in a, in a news article. Okay, Kat, let me give you an example. Let's just say hypothetically, me and you are married. 
And if me and you are married, trust me, you will know your role, all right? But anyway, that's another that's a story for another day. But look, let's just say me and you are married, right? And let's just say that you actually work for Bank of America, right? Let's just say, no, I'm not going to say you work for Bank of America. Let's just say you're the president of Bank of America, right? And I go in there and say, and I just go, and someone, and someone asks me, how I feel about Bank of America and they know that I'm the husband of the president and I say shit they they do a lot of they do a lot of sneaky things with the money I can't say that I'm married to you you're the president of Bank of America just like Michelle Obama I'm sorry first of all first of all you can say whatever the fuck you want you're yes, a grown you ass can. man yes you can However, and there's consequences and repercussions America, you wouldn't be able to smell the lobby of my job right because I do separate pleasure and work yes right and because he allows her to be a part of it he allows her to be a part of and it and that's a good point Kat that's that's another problem with uh, Steph Curry he's supposed to take his wife's phone and say look here this is what you do. I'm the breadwinner here. You don't tweet unless I tell you to tweet. You don't Instagram unless I tell I'm you to Instagram. Because or maybe he can say, or maybe he can say, don't fall into the trap like so yeah. many people do. Nobody is tripping about Gloria Govan. We just talked about two NBA ball players He's and their personal those are personal those are personal you just said you just said if it was you just said if it was a a second level player she's irrelevant she's with matt barnes she's not steph curry right but how many times but look but look nobody is saying that there's backlash to these this lady bringing a negative to a whole team to the point where the the assistant coach had to be let go but look like that was that was drama but this girl is just saying i'm mad okay. she just out stomping her feet she and can... everybody is making it seem like the smart kid in the class can't get caught with some candy in her desk either okay. well, like I... get off the girl's let me back. Let, let me just be serious though for a moment because i was joking around a lot the problem where she messed up she has freedom of speech a woman can talk and all that sometimes but look she had no business saying that the nba was rigged that's what she messed up at you can't say somebody's right. employ- that's what she really messed up at because the reason what you don't know cat is that there's a lot of people that say the nba is like pro wrestling and the nba has been trying to fight that image for the past since jordan retired that is that it's not fixed so I don't know her. if you if we don't know if you don't know every NBA player has a publicist and their job is to eliminate the tweets you're not supposed to see. So every NBA player has tweeted some bullshit. Every NBA player side chick has tweeted some bullshit. But it's their job to take that stuff off Twitter before you see it. And it just so happened that shit's here. So let's not talk about a young lady who, to me, hasn't portrayed anything but a devoted wife. Not trying to villainize. We're so society is so warped in the head that a woman who's just upset that her husband's job didn't go the way she wanted it to. You guys are villainizing her. Stop it and let her be a good wife to her husband. Yeah, Shout out to LeBron James' wife for knowing her role. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, whatever. So, what have we learned here? Not a damn thing. Yeah, don't, don't marry CE because he's gonna put some tape over your mouth. No, 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 he's no, no. He's gonna no, make no. you know your role, ladies. Depen- whoever. He's going, has- to, he's going to try to prove his manhood by denouncing your femininity. Who, whoever, whoever has the dominant job. The opposite person must be on their back during sex. All right. 
that's the moral. That's that's what we learned here today. Okay. Sounds. Sounds good to me. Sounds good, good to you, Valley. Sounds good. All right. Again, cool. shout out to Miss LeBron James. Yeah. Nobody else. No- bringing her up because she had her scandal. She went through her scandal when they when LeBron first got drafted, and then she was pregnant with baby number two. There was drama, and, and unfortunately, those are was personal 19. issues. They was nineteen. They was twenty. But those are personal. Cat. Those are personal issues. <laughs> and Sports Illustrated, but for some reason, because I guess it's Twitter and you have access in real time, Kat, you're trying exactly. to. You're miss. You're, you're miss. Cat, you're misunderstanding what I'm saying. Okay. There's a difference between personal issues that you can have, and then bringing it to the NBA, then saying that the NBA has issues. That's what she did. She said the NBA has problems. So your affair can be publicized, but your opinion about the game cannot. Yes. <laughs> yes. Basically what it is. Well, we got a good show, though. We're just going to have to agree to disagree with Kat. I really believe Kat really believes uh, is on our side, Veli, because we're talking about if we gave if we gave Kat 15 million, if she was married to us and we had 15 million a year, with maybe 30 million a year, she would shut up. All right, so I, I, I'm, not, I'm not really believing everything. There you go. That's the problem with you. You say shut up. And really, you say shut up maybe because of your fear of what I could possibly say to end you. So be careful, CB, for what you ask for. Hey. I think I'm very polite when it comes to my mate's job. Yeah. However, you give me $15 million, I got more shit, better shit to do than hang out at your job. That's right. If I hey, get you, if I, go ahead. <laughs> Here's a million bucks. Be quiet, dear. Shut Is up. Is that better? No, shut no, up. No, I mean, I'm just going to... I'm a... I'm- I'm a platform person, and maybe that's what it is. She should stick to her platform. She should stick to the cooking channel. She should be opinionated on her own accord. And how did However, she, how did she get all that? How did she get all that? She got that. I mean, she had better. She had better had gotten it from her husband. That's right. What do you mean? Like, how did she get all that? She's married to the most success, one of the most successful NBA players. Exactly. If she's not making her success. Exactly. Exactly. So that's how she gets. That's the reason why we even know who Aisha Curry is because she's married exactly. to Steph Curry. Don't ruin the bread and butter. That's right. Shut up. She's gonna ruin the bread and butter. Shut up, Girl, woman. Whatever you wanna say. You you love your look, husband. Okay. Okay. Look, look, if if as people are trying to push LeBron out and say, oh, Steph Curry is almost the new face of the game. If no, you have let's a wife, if you have a wife or whoever, somebody next to you all the time, just like people get on Derrick Rose about his brother. Just like people used to get on LeBron about his mom. People don't want to be around that person. Hey. I'm sorry. But yeah. Allen Iverson's yeah. mother literally braided his hair during the business. That's personal. Allen, in business. That's personal. Allen Iverson's mother literally braided his a, a, a corn roll was coming down in his hair during the game. And she told him to sit down so she could braid it. We all got our crazy relatives. That's personal. Uh, Aisha Curry has done anything to warrant any, you know, I think she was saying what a lot of the other people thought, you know, and I don't think she said anything against the NBA. She was talking about the basketball game she watched her husband in, and he could have been in the NBA or the league down at the field house. She's just an upset, just like, you know, people crying when they don't win. Like, there is no difference. Stop 
trying to make her a villain. She's a great wife to me. She hasn't done anything that has shown that she doesn't support her husband. It's not about it's great when she, when it's going her way, but it's is is rigged when it's not going her way. Yeah. But that's how it is when you the game. You feel the exact same way when you watch the game. Why can't she be a sports teacher? Because it's the same that's the same problem we're having with Donald Trump. He can't just go out on and just say whatever the fuck we we say. We got a podcast. He's running for president. All right, it's it's different levels to everything. He just can't do that. He said worse things on his campaign than we've said on our show. And him, one monkey don't stop the show. Just because you feel some way about Donald Trump, don't mean the president may not be his. So that's a horrible example to give because he says a lot of shit, and people still listen. All right. Okay. Well, we're gonna have to agree to disagree. That was our question of the day. Feel free to email us, tweet us at Cave Crush. Or Facebook us inside the cave podcast and let us know how you feel about our question of the day. Did Aisha Curry step out of line with her remarks about during the NBA finals about the NBA? I say she did and she needs to shut her mouth. (laughs) And Veli Veli, uh, feels us another way and Kat thinks she had the right to say whatever she wants to say. We'll be right back with more inside the cave and our interview with the original Aunt Viv Janet Hubert. All right, here we go. You're on the number one show inside the cave. Three Lee Films. Yo, this is Joe Dirt, the host of the Dirt Sheets, the best segment on any podcast. Stay tuned for another classic Dirt Sheet coming up. Matter of fact, don't even waste your time. Just fast forward to the last 10 minutes of the show, and you can hear the best person on this podcast, which is me. When inside the cave. Dr. Heinrich Pullman, I am here with Mr. Daryl Jones. It is our first session. So, Daryl, why don't you tell me a little bit about your family? <laughs> my family. Okay, there's my sister, Veronica. When I tell you she's crazy, I'm surprised that she ain't killed herself by now. Look, in her head, she actually believes her and her husband are still together. They're not still together. They are not. Dear Diary, I'm starting to believe Charles is cheating on me. Just the other day, he asked me to take the kids to school, and I agreed. And then I realized we don't have any children. What? What the hell is wrong with you? We can hear everything you're saying. Would you please just move out? Go. Please. Go. I don't understand. What? professional alcoholic. He is certified a drunk. You know what? God must don't love me. Because if he did, he would have prevented me from ever seeing your ugly ass again. I'm praying every day something happens to you, boy. Ebola, hit by a car, shaped in the shower, bit by a monkey, something. Or you need to get the hell on. about your little brother, Jimmy? Jimmy. Jimmy is one of the top five assholes in the world. When I talk about womanizing, lying, deceitful dude, let me say this. I'm not about murder, but if the purge was real, <laughs> Jimmy ass would be out of here. Oh my God, baby, I'm so glad you're here. This crazy ass wild woman came in here, had sex with me all night, and I just need like $25 to get home. Baby, let's give her what she wants. Oh! That is without a doubt the worst thing I've ever heard. Hey, hey, Doc. 
Ask my brother about his low sperm count. Y'all talk about that yet? Jimmy, get the hell out of here, man. No, wait. You gonna talk about stuff? Let's talk about it. Ask him how he got this fine-ass wife at home who he can't get pregnant because his sperm count is lower than Charlie Sheen's white blood cell count. Ask him that. Inside the game with CB, the leader, Joe Dirt, Dirty Joe, Valley Val, Frugal Valley, Big Dog, Bull Tide, said, <laughs> Cousin Lamar, International D, the International Lover, and Cat, Inside the Cave, the number one podcast in shot. Who said this? Inside the cave. Let me hear you sound one time. Hey there. Oh, okay. You, you sound, sound perfect. Good. Sound Thank like, you. It sounds like you've been doing this for yeah. a while. Sounds like <laughs> oh, first time. Yeah. Only about 30 years. Yeah, oh, yeah, wow. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. One more, yeah. Since birth? Since when? Since birth? <laughs> oh, talk oh, you some like smack. that? Talk you like smack. that? Talk, <laughs> talk the talk. <laughs> we are still here on the set of Not Another Black Movie uh, by the... Great Jay Davis. Uh, that's how I got my start, working with Jay Davis. Uh, now I'm doing Inside the Cave podcast with my boys, Valley Vell and Joe Dirt. That's right. And we are yes, sitting sir. here. We Wow. We, I'm telling you, we got a blessing in disguise right here. Very I'm talking blessed. about a legend. It's, it's like it's our auntie or something. Man, right. aunt. Who said that? All right. Everybody's auntie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We brought it in here. Miss Janet Huber, how you doing? Oh, I am blessing. Honey, baby. Yeah, talk that talk. <laughs> talk that talk. <laughs> And happy Father's Day. Thank oh, you. Thank, thank you very much. Oh, thank, thank you so much. Is, and, and you mothers who are trying to be fathers as well. You know, and you fathers who are trying to be mothers. We're not going to touch that one. <laughs> yeah. We're not going to touch that no, one. You know, I call it Dad Ma and Ma Dad. Ma Dad. Mm. <laughs> I, I was gonna ask her some CB, but I'm, I'm not even going. I'm not I, even going to act. I think she's cool. Even go ahead. She'll give me a great answer. Go ahead. So, what would you call Bruce slash Caitlyn Jenner? A man with a penis. That's <laughs> pretty Who's much. There we go. That dress is like a woman. Okay, okay. You should never have brought that up to me. I had to. See, I'm glad I did. I'm sorry. You know, they say Serena Williams looks like a man, but Bruce Jenner looks like yes. a woman. And talk that talk. Exactly. I do not understand that. Talk that exactly. talk. We had that, we had that conversation. That. Yes. Okay. Um, I don't feel Bruce, and neither does the transgender community, to be quite honest with yeah. you. Because right. I've had, I just got done doing a reading with a, with um, a bunch of transgendered actors, mm. and I asked them about Bruce, and they do not accept Bruce. Because mm. Bruce is just, I don't know, just playing it to me. Yeah. It's right. Hollywood. It's totally right. weird. Actually, what was that? A couple months ago, maybe late last year, he was in Chicago, and there oh. was a protest, and there was a lot of transsexual people out there protesting against him. Mm. So it doesn't surprise me that you say that. I can understand it because, you know, when you're playing at it and you have the money to mm-hmm. put yourself on a reality TV show, it's very deep and very important to a lot of people. Right. Who right. feel that, you know, they are trapped in the wrong body. Mm-hmm. Bruce Jenner is making, to me, a mockery. Oh, yeah. yeah. Of the yeah. L- L- LBGT, the, mm, yeah. the LGBT community. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm yeah. not feeling it. Yeah. Yeah. I if you. I said it wrong, forgive me, but, you know. No, you're right. No, no, no. Yeah. Well, hey. happy, happy Father's Day, Caitlin. <laughs> Who said One that? of them. <laughs> All right, so we're on not a, a set of not another black movie. Uh, what is your, tell us what you can tell us about your role on uh, Jay Davis' movie. 
thing. I'm playing somebody's aunt. Get out of here. Have you ever done yeah. that before? Have you ever done that right. before? Right. <laughs> it's going to be hard to try to do that. Yeah. I think I'm the quintessential aunt. People still feel like I'm the, I am their aunt. It was a joy. It's been a pleasure. I, I got this offer from Jay probably three, four months ago. Really? Yeah. And it's very important to me. As a as a black trist to give back. Yeah. Okay. To like young that. writers. That is great. Say that again. A black trist. I like. That. I call myself Black Trist Janet Huber. Yeah. Um, and it's very important to me that we help young screenwriters and playwrights and young people, directors, and out here to get a start. And if lending my name helps, and I I can bring something to the table. That's what I'm about. Plus, I'm from Chicago. Hey. Right. Yeah. Talk yeah, about from hey. the South Side. South Side, 6131 South Aberdeen. Oh, oh man. Uh -oh. There you go. What you All think right. about? I just heard I, a gunshot. I, <laughs> what you think about the uh, the violence and stuff in Chicago now? You know, it's crazy, ain't it? It is crazy. Chicago is one of those funny cities. I left here a long time ago because Chicago is very racially diverse, but yeah. extremely racially divided. Oh yeah. Yeah, you got that right. Yeah. 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 And calling itself the Windy City, everybody, there's a lot of conservatism here. Mm -hmm. um, it makes me very unhappy because I grew up in Inglewood. That's my community. Yeah. Yeah. That's where we grew up. But my father moved my family out of Chicago back in the 60s, in the late 60s because of the gang situation because I had five brothers. Okay. So he came home one night with a trailer and we moved to Moments, Illinois. Wow. Oh, you moved out of Moments. Okay. Yeah, we moved out to Moments when I was in the fourth grade. Wow. And I do remember, yeah, there was violence, but there was also a unity in the community that yeah. does not exist anymore. No, nope. You can't tell nobody's kids to do the right thing anymore because mama's going to come at you. Right. Yeah, yeah. It does take a village to raise a child. And I think it's not just Chicago. It's Chicago. It's Newark. It's Detroit. Mm -hmm. It's our cities and it's our urban communities. And something has happened. Community right. pride has gone by the wayside. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sorry if I'm sounding like a poet and don't no, know. No, you're telling no, the you, truth. That's, that's, that's but definitely we true. Have that's lost our yep. sense of community, and I think that too many negative images of black men yeah. Yeah. are being allowed to take the forefront. And you but know, little Wayne, why is Little Wayne on a commercial porn, porn. champagne on, <laughs> on a phone? phone. Right. right. What right. is that supposed to mean? Yeah. Why is 50 Cent out here doing the kind of ridiculous. Can I cuss? Oh, you, you can say whatever, whatever you want. You, you better. Why is 50 Cent out here doing the ridiculous shit that he's doing? And Kanye as well. Mm -hmm. Right. Making clothing that looks like it's from the apocalypse. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? You worked it. There yeah. are too many negative images and too much negativity of young black men. So the distortion of what my son is supposed to be mm -hmm. is distorted. Uh -huh. And I yep. think it's on purpose. Yeah. It's yeah. very devised. Yeah, it's very well planned. You know, I was uh, talking with uh, we had Dr. Umar Johnson on, and uh, we would talk. I was actually talking to him, yeah. and I said that uh, to me, it seemed like they got rid of all the, uh, you know, gangs has never gangs has been around forever, but forever. there used to be leadership in gangs where mm -hmm. you couldn't just when there's elderly people around, right. you knew, hey, put that away, right. go away from there. Right. Women and children are off limits and right. stuff like that now goes back to what you said it seems like it seems like almost that someone is setting this up where they took the leaders away because now these these guys don't even have no leaders and no no Al, structure and nothing isn't it's, Reverend Al working for MSNBC right now <laughs> right yeah. <laughs> yeah I hate to say it but isn't Reverend Al getting a check right now of something about $800,000 a year yeah. you know if you have to think about it 
Where is the pension plan for civil rights leaders? Where is a retirement fund when you support the community and the community doesn't, you know, respond accordingly? Where's your pension plan? Who's paying your light bill and your gas bill to try to stand up for folks? We don't stand up for each other. You know, we tear down each other. Yes, we do. I, I, I think it's rampant. Negativity has become very profitable. Yeah. You got mm-hmm. the bad girls oh, yeah. club. Yeah. You got love and hip hop. Oh, you got all yeah. these stupid bitches from yeah. the housewives of Atlanta, Chicago, Detroit, Florida, right. Miami, yeah. uh, the Shahs. They want you to be ratchet. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's what They want you to be ratchet. They want you to be negative. And yeah. you know what? You're right, uh, Miss Jenny, because like my wife, she watches a lot of those shows, and I stand there and like, why? why? Yeah, I ask. I say why. I said, but the shows like uh, what's the sister two uh, gospel singers. Oh, Mary, 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 Mary. Shows that are positive, the ratings are probably not high. But no. the shows when everybody is fighting, arguing, I don't understand if it's eight of us, we're going on a trip to Cancun, but nobody gets along. But why are we going on a trip to Cancun? I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. Who wrote that script? And I don't want to get controversial, but you I, 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 I watch, right? you know, it seems like you're on TV more now than ever because of Nick at Night. They they play oh, they play yeah. Fresh Prince all the time. Thank you, Jesus. Now, and uh, I'm sure, pretty sure them checks are pretty sweet. They uh, are sweet. I know. Indeed. Now, um, thank you, God. There was a Appreciate difference, but when you were Aunt Viv, you between, ain't lying. It was a different. It seems like mm-hmm. it's almost like when James Evans uh, left Good Times. Yes. It was a difference. John Amos. Yeah. It, uh, yeah, James. Uh, John Amos, right? <laughs> it seems like it's a difference, and I noticed one thing, like when the light skin and viv showed up <laughs> fresh prince was in every scene even scenes that he had nothing to do with now when you were there it seems like they showed the the, the uh constant struggle between you know uh as uh, far as you as far as your uh background you were a teacher and so mm-hmm. a, prof- a lot yeah. a professor a professor he was a lawyer uh and, and it showed it, it showed everything then you left and it's like it just became wild almost like it was just like uh Almost like Pee Wee's Playhouse. It was still funny though. I'm not taking nothing it away from it, political. but it wasn't. It wasn't that family structure. Like mm. I think it was more of a proven point when you were on there, and mm. it was like something more powerful. Well, um, you know, I've had to discuss this for so long, 25 yeah. years. It's really funny, but I said to the network while I was there, be careful how you take away the parents yeah. yes. and the parental structure. There right. was an episode once where. Will gave Carlton uh, drugs. Yeah, mm-hmm. I remember and that. And I said to them, the producers, I said, but she wouldn't be just okay with that. She would be very angry because mm-hmm. you're a mama. Right, right. right. Yeah. You almost killed my child. Yeah. You are my nephew, but you almost killed my child. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, at that time, he wanted to have an acting moment. And so it became about more about the acting moment mm-hmm. yeah. of wanting to prove that I can actually act as opposed right. to the real the deal of what a family of would do. Yeah. Right. right. Now, I come from the school of you don't just get a check. You have to be responsible for what you put out there. Right. So I took it my job very seriously yeah. about how the parents should be parents. Mm-hmm. And that was a mistake. That was a mistake. I did not know that that was something that I did not have the right to do. I did not have the right to say, Will flirting with a pregnant woman, Vanessa Williams, right. in the back of a limousine right. is disrespectful. <laughs> Pulling a pillow out from underneath me when I'm really pregnant to give to her yeah. would be very disrespectful to your aunt. Right. Mm-hmm. And for the sake of a joke, I cared about a show too much. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I yeah. cared about the content that you, which you now speak. 
mm-hmm. that the family unit started to become a joke. Yeah, yeah. Right. They and, didn't even want me to do the dance episode. They wanted it that, cut. I just showed just my daughter that. Saw that one. Yeah. yeah. And you they know, wanted it cut. And you said to yourself, why? Right. I didn't ask for it. Because rappers don't come from the history that we as actors right. come from. You did not, you know, they don't have to d- d- walk up that ladder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Be an extra. Work in the background. Right. Do whatever you can. Right. Hustle donuts. My first job was Dunkin' Donuts, you know, working at Baker and Taylor, uh-huh. slapping in books, doing anything I could. So they don't come from that struggle right. of ascension. Yeah. So it's, come, it's probably harder to they appreciate. Get lucky. Exactly. Mm-hmm. What was the greatest struggle of most rappers? They lost a lot of money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Otherwise, they would have a little more consciousness. 50, Little Wayne, have a little more consciousness. Yeah for the content that you're putting out there for our children. Where is the responsibility? The responsibility is now gone. It's all about how much money are you making is a measure of a man and his success, not the quality of a man. It's how much green do you got? People say to me, oh, she bitter, she busted, she broke. You know, so she bitter. No, I really regard my community. I regard, and I call you out. Yeah, right. I, I will call you out. I liked your if you line. Come for me. I meet you at the door. Oh, we saw. Yeah, I we saw. I love quotes, <laughs> and I love that quote you said on TV One. If you wanted me to kiss your ass, <laughs> put it in my script and uh, put it in my contract. Put it in my contract. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That is. Uh, there should be a clause: kissing ass. Yeah. Sorry, sweetie. Additional. No, she yes. knows. She Additional. Knows. Yeah. That's extra pay. <laughs> right. Right. Yep. <laughs> is, is, is the Illuminati real? but it seems to be something very demonic. I have never seen negativity taking over the media and the whole business like I see this whole buffet kind of... Yeah. I don't know because I don't subscribe to it. Right. Um, but there just seems to be a consciousness that is gone. So the Illum- a responsibility to the children yeah. is gone. The Illuminati never showed up on set, right? So, uh, I, you know, it's a rumor <laughs> that... I don't know. I'm trying you to find the out. The whole Scientology thing was based on the aliens. You know that, right? Really? Hmm. It's Scientology. It's Dianetics. Yeah. yeah. But he's, he subscribed to that church, I heard. I don't know. Yeah, that's why I, I heard. I really don't know. Yeah. I really don't Don't care. care. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know what? You know what? What I want to uh, ask or yeah. say is, out of all the, uh, you know, everybody knows her as Unveil, yeah. one of my favorite roles and scenes is when she played on Jamie Foxx. Yeah, show. remember that? Oh. <laughs> ready? Ready? Okay. That, was, that was one of my favorite. I just had to say that. That was Thank funny. You. That was one of my favorite Jamie ones. Edwina. Edwina Moore. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and you know, it's really funny. They made me wear tights. Uh-huh. Because they said a, a white women can absolutely have their legs out and all of that. But as a black woman, I had to wear tights. Hmm. Very different since Another moment that doesn't surprise me, yeah. No, yeah. not a bit. Wow. All right. Well, Janet, I, uh, I see the bosses uh, showed up. Do <laughs> <laughs> hey, you have any social media that people can uh, follow yes, you on? Yes, I have a channel, and it's so funny. Uh, when I put that little video out for um, the response <laughs> to Jada Pinkett and right. the Oscars, who knew? The thing got over 20 million views. Yeah. yeah. That's all they talked about, yeah. Insane. But, I know. Who knew? But like you said earlier, negativity draws. But it when wasn't people, supposed they, to they be didn't, negative. Yeah, exactly. That's yes. what I mean. People turn it to a negative. Yes, they did. They did. But it also turned into a positive because it gave me the opportunity to flush the toilet and never have another turd float back up in the boat. <laughs> <laughs>
Who needs strength? What channel is that again? Actress Janet Hubert on Facebook. All right. And YouTube. Uh, hey, would you one more question? Would you cool with J Cole calling you the Black Aviv? You, 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 oh, you like that? Who is J Cole? Oh, okay, the rapper. <laughs> is that that song? Yeah. yeah. Oh, the dark skin Aviv kind of love. Was yeah, that yeah, it? yeah. I thought that was See, adorable. That was powerful. Yeah. yeah. That was I thought powerful. I was in physical therapy, and the physical therapist came over. She says, "Do you know that there's a song about I want a dark skin Aviv kind of love?" I said, "Really? <laughs> I think that's awesome. All right. I, it's awesome. What Very the, awesome. That's his name, J Cole. J Cole. J. Cole. Thank Cole. you, Jay." Hey, well, let's go back to the to the main Jay on set right yeah, here, Jay yeah. Davis. Hey, Janet, I want to say thank you for coming yeah, on Inside the Game. Thank you. Thank you. Love thank all you. the work you've done. Now, either Jay is landing a plane or he's trying to get her back on set. <laughs> <laughs> Which one is it? Okay. All right. Thank all right. you. Thank you. I hope I didn't say too much. No, no, no. no. You good. I want a real love. Dark skin and Aunt Viv love. That Jada in that wheel love. Big Dogs Country Rap Tune of the Week. Big Dogs Country Rap Tune of the Week. Inside the cave. I'm about to hit the yay button. I don't want to say nothing wrong, but it'd be wrong if I ain't say nothing. Imagine if I ain't say something. When nothing can say nothing. I done lost and made money. Now I'm making something they can't take from me. And I'm Three Lee films. Madsell Inc. custom t-shirts, the Midwest hustles harder. Madsell Inc. Midwest hustles harder. The Midwest dopest at Madsell Inc. on Instagram. Your local addict's favorite hustler. It's your boy Big Dog, and I'm going inside the cave on the Cave Podcast with Big Dog's country rap tune of the week. Inside the cave. All right, that was Big Dog's country rap tune of the week. Shout out to the lovely, beautiful, and cool Jenny Hubert from the J. Davis film. Uh, not another oh, black, not another black movie. Uh, shout out to Jay. Like the real auntie, CP. Yeah, man. Yeah, you did a good job with that, brother. We had a lot of fun. She was real cool. Shout out to Jenny Hubert and shout out to Jay Davis for making that happen. Shout out to Jay. All right, let's get into this, man. We haven't did it in a, in a few episodes. Cat, you ready? It's time for Cat's Corner. It is now time for Cat's Corner on Inside the Cave. If you want to participate in Cat's Corner, you can email us inside the cave podcast at gmail.com. If you got any questions, relationship questions, need some advice, anything you want to talk about, just got something going on in your life you want to get off your chest, email us inside the cave podcast at gmail.com. Or you can hit us up, DM us on Instagram at Inside the Cave or at Cave Crush. 
or on our Twitter page at Cave Crush or follow us on face subscribe to us on Facebook inside the cave uh, here we go uh, this is from Mike and uh, Mike from Missouri Mike said my wife is a slob all right hold on hold on make sure all right, cool. Yeah, this is from Mike. My wife is a slob. I recently told her, <laughs> this is funny. I recently told her to stop working and I would take care of the bills. All I asked her to do was just keep up the house and cook. She does neither. I told her to go back to work and she doesn't want to because now she is comfortable at home. What do I do? <laughs> sounds, you, sounds you got a problem on your hand, Mike. What you thinking, Kat? Yeah, it's definitely a problem. And here's part one of the problem. And I know CB is going to completely disagree. But I believe that in a relationship, both voices are pretty equal. Ugh. And it seems like to me you made a decision that? you weren't ready to follow up on. For instance, by telling her to stay home, you had no control over what she did while she was staying at home. In your mind, you thought you were making a decision that would be best for you both. And so by having her stay home, you, you put her in that position and now you don't like it. And so it's, it's vital that in any relationship, and I don't care if it's with your mom or your grandma, you guys have to communicate and you have to say what the expectations are and be clear with them. For instance, I, I just had a situation where I heard someone tell someone either pay this bill or get out. And the person decided to just leave. And now the person I know is all pissed off because they left them with the bill. And I had to remind her, well, sweetheart, you gave two options and they took one. So you can't be disappointed at the options you gave. And you can't be disappointed that they chose one of the two. So you definitely may want to review what your goal is. I'm not exactly sure. And you didn't explain in the letter why you wanted her to stay home and i would love to know why it is that that decision was made because it seems to me like you want an equal household where you do something she does something and it all works in one way but to make the choice to have her stay home was not a you do something she do something choice it was a you do something choice so be careful about the choices that you make and not involving your partner uh, i think it is trouble now because she didn't got a taste of a good life i know several women who are stay-at-home wives and their whole purpose in life is to be cute for their man that's it they don't want to cook they don't want to clean they just want to be fine their husband and I don't think that's going to work and I definitely don't think her not being able to do her part in the relationship is going to work so it is tough but I think you should definitely review what your expectations of your wife is so she can start to maybe accomplish that for you alright Veli what you thinking I disagree totally with Kat what you thinking Veli um, I don't have much to it but I mean if you're not going to cook damn it at least she is going to look cute for me don't do neither one. Let me get one for one. At least that's fifty percent. You, uh, you know, I said I just said this earlier in the show. I was talking about marriage, and he because he said it was his wife. Marriage is a partnership. All right, it doesn't matter who stays at home. All right, let me give you the get, get a good example. Maybe I shouldn't be talking about it because this is personal. But let me tell you, give you a good example. My father-in-law. All right, he was a stay-at-home dad because because he got sick toward the end. And he kept the house up. My wife used to always tell me about there was always food at home. There was always a meal. They would go out to eat and there was always a meal in the fridge. There was a meal on the stove. 
the house was decent, everything. It doesn't, it doesn't have nothing to do with male or female. It's about responsibility, all right? You just can't sit your happy ass at home and do nothing, all right? If that man or woman is taking care of the bills, and God damn it, you get your ass up and do exactly what that man told you to do. You no good for Mike. You need to leave that woman. That's what you need to do. Leave her ass. I like what you're saying, CB. It's the truth. Leave us. It's a strong statement. Leave us stinking ass. Whatever, because I think that again, if they would like, you just proved my point by saying this man knew what to do. They had an agreement. And that agreement was if he's staying home because he wasn't able to work, mom goes to work, he makes sure to do his job. Like that is a partnership and that's all I'm advising. That it was a decision made for her to stay home and he doesn't really go into why. He doesn't really explain what happened, the instances that led him to ask her to stay home. But the fact of the matter is it didn't. It, it never came across in the letter that they decided together that she was going to do blank and he was going to do blank. It sounded more like he said, you gonna stay home and do this. That's right. And it and it backfired on him. Oh, it backfired. You Whatever. can't. You you this again. This is his wife. This isn't his boo. His side chick. This is the wife. So I think you know if anybody wants to try to make something better, it would be a husband. And I'm just advising, no, don't leave her because she may be superior at budgeting, or she may be super duper at giving head. Like we don't know her supernatural gifts she got, mm -hmm. but what we do know is he asked for a change and. The change bit him. Hey, Veli. Yo. You you still married this week? I forget. What's the day? Uh, I don't know. It's, it's in June. Yeah, partially. And shout out to my son. His birthday was on Father's Day. Cool. Shout so out to cool. Koi Boy. Hey, check this out. Uh, Veli, when you have a day off from work, uh, do you really? really have a day off from work? Not at all. Sometimes I work more outside of work than I am at work, kind of like I did Sunday. Wait a minute. Are you telling me that on your off day, you still have work to do at home? Oh, man. So much. I mean, you got errands. You got kids. You have yard work, front yard, backyard, house cleaning. You got so, a lot of stuff. And so, then you, if you have multiple people in the house, you have to spread your attention to each and every one of them. So why would Mike's no-good-for-nothing wife think that if she stays at home all day that she's not supposed to cook cook or clean or maintain the house what's wrong with this that's how my check let me see cb you usually go to work for what eight hours right that's yeah. usually the norm yeah eight hours how long does it take to clean up a house? how long does it take to cook a meal yeah mike Either one equals eight hours mike if you ain't got no kids with a leave her ass Wow. But you know what? This is my thing to whether he told her to stay or whatever. It's a lot of women. I know we you too, cat, but it's a lot of women, even you know, friends I know, like CB said, they pressing the issue of married. I don't know why. It's and not it's not for everybody. Women in particular being married don't do what it takes to stay. I told you, it's, marriage is overrated, man. Everybody yeah, ain't. I won't say it's overrated. I'll say it's underrated at marriage. this point. Like, at this point, everybody feels like it's just totally cool to what? not commit. And I think that's all right. But I think there are advantages to people who want a part. You got. You have to want a partnership. You yeah, exactly. Exactly. I agree with that. You got to. And you got to want to. Married to be getting married, not a. Yeah, and you gotta want a partner, not just so you can look good on Facebook and take pictures and all exactly. that bullshit. 
You got to And you also want to pick a partner for our letter to go back to our letter. You want to pick a partner that when you make a decision, they make their best decision. Because I totally agree with CB. And I say, even in my relationship, we are a team. Wait a minute. You cannot stand in front of me you have to stand next to me because we are fighting together you cannot turn around and be my adversary so it's definitely important anybody getting into a relationship if you're not down for this person and understanding that if they ask you to stay home you're gonna treat home as your job and do your part to keep your marriage going then that's a poor decision in a mate well first of all let me say this cat you're gonna go very far in this business by agreeing with me that's gonna that's very, the, far, yeah, very far very far second of all uh you're in a relationship uh i didn't approve of that i did i am i know it's crazy yeah, but, did you ask your podcast brothers yeah because uh that, that's that's kind of ruins everything we, we do with you now if you're in a relationship. It takes it ruins all the pudding jokes. Yeah, that but takes, you know what? That takes you the fun know, away. You know, what, you know what, Kat? Not to contradict by the statement I'm about to make, but the reason marriage is so underrated is because it's overrated. Mm. Mm. Good point. Well, people put too much in it. Got it. That's a great quote, bro. And that's why people rush to get it, but then when they get it, they like, oh. I mean, I am I am completely fortunate and, and I thank God that I've never been a wife before yeah. because it means so much more to me now than it did when I was 25 yeah, don't, or 25. Don't be in a like, rush, Kat. Just to, don't, 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 matter of fact, don't get married at all, Kat. Just, 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 uh, <laughs> keep enjoying life. Hey, 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 CB, I'm going to tell Kat this great quote I heard a while back. Uh-oh. Kat, you are going to make a great ex-wife. Who said that? <laughs> Who said that? That guy's a genius. Who said that? All right, we got another one. We got another one. Uh, This is from Tammy. She says, my husband, check this out, Veli. My husband watches porn all day. I have a good husband, but a day off for him is watching porn. He tells me to watch. He tells me to watch it with him. But most of the porn he watches is lesbians and threesome porn. And I'm not and I'm not interested. Uh, I think I'm losing him. What do you think, Cat? This is from Tammy. Oh, Tammy, my love. You know, uh, we're going to replace the word porn with tennis, and we're going to see how <laughs> serious uh, this conversation would be if we replaced it with tennis. Um, my husband plays tennis and a day off for him is playing tennis and he's asked me to play tennis with him but i'm no good at a backhand so i don't like to participate and i'm i'm afraid that i'm losing him and so with it being tennis or porn or anything there are levels first of all if you think that this is a problem and what a problem and addiction as we've spoken about before on this show and addiction is a very serious matter and I know you know many people of color refuse to seek any kind of mental help however uh, you can definitely if you feel as if there is a serious problem with his pornography watching to seek some help as to what you should do remember we cannot fix people we are not in the business as humans of making another human behave or do or say or think the way we want them 
So we have to remember that he is your husband and you feel like you can't connect with him on tennis level or porn level. If it's serious and it's real serious, don't be afraid to seek some sort of, uh, you know, counselor, doctor, just to talk it through them and see, you know, maybe if he does really have a problem. Now, I'm going to go and say if it's just porn watching, sweetheart, if he's just watching porn and it's not taking away from him paying his bills and it's not taking away from him when you when you guys go out, he ain't humping tables. It's not, you know, if it's not dangerous for your relationship other than your insecurity, then take a step back, take a breath and reevaluate what you are willing to do for your marriage because he you of course could come at him and say stop watching it but then he could come at you and say watch it with me so communication is extremely key to this if you are not interested in lesbian porn or bisexual porn find the porn you are interested in and maybe you can show him a thing or two and that could be something that you all share like a little happy married couple secret um but I, there, like I say, there are two levels, and I don't want to answer either one level. I do want to say that use your brain. If it's dangerous, if it's a serious problem where you can't connect with this man and you can't talk to him because he's only watching porn, then that's an issue. But if you just are uncomfortable with the porn he's watching, then I'm going to say put your big girl panties on and find some porn that you are interested in and present it to him. I'm gonna go out on a limb and say that she probably doesn't need to wear any panties at all. Uh, that part at all. Help. What you think? We're gonna go out on two limbs. What you think, really? You, brother. you know what? This is this is what I always say to that when we get a lot of women contacting cat about their man or husband watch porn. Would you a want your man to watch porn or want your man not at home at all fucking around? And I would love to hear from the men whose women watch a lot of porn because I'm sorry, I've never once really talked talk porn shop with any men. I talk the most porn with other women, with females. Like girls say, oh girl, have you seen this? And his thing is like, I maybe I just know freaky bitches, but like I, I, I definitely have watched porn in my lifetime like and i'm not embarrassed to say like what is it with all these women like ew porn i can't watch it like what's happening come on ladies get your shit together y'all y'all all perverts stop being so bougie porn is complete it's a total turn on if you're enjoying who you're with it's it's i don't i don't understand what the big idea is and what the stigma is with women and pornography i don't get it okay yeah, you like but, but you, go ahead Bill. No, I was just about to say it. I actually worked with some, uh, you know, with some cool females uh, back in the day. And just like everything else, as they say, us men, we lie with everything. You know, everybody has to know what we do, but women are nice and secretive. I walk up to a coworker. She's on her phone. I'm thinking, texting or checking something. Say, hey, hey, what's going on? What you doing? Oh, shit, watching porn. Mm. Huh? She's not on break. I tell you, boy, brother, you got some of you has you working it on a machine. You had some of the coolest jobs, bro. I wish I I I'd never get a chance to work at jobs like that. Jeez. This has to be the coolest. Wow. But yeah, but I mean, you trust me. There's some women out there. They just not as vocal as we are. At least in my experience. Well, look. Well, my question to you, Cat. You like lesbian porn? Because I I think I enjoy porn of people enjoying them 
enjoying themselves. Like I hate contrived porn. I don't particularly care for porn with condoms. Like I, I like, uh, you know, uh, more honest, maybe like not amateur. Cause even amateur can be kind of tacky, yeah. but you know, I like to see people enjoying themselves. If they're having a great time, you know, of course that's stimulating. Who wouldn't it be to somebody? This is what I'm saying. Like, don't be afraid ladies to explore your body and like i have uh my cousin shout out to her she's a, a pure romance consultant and some of the best vibrators for me and she's recommended some of the best apparatuses and, and massage oils like enjoy sex what's up with folk cat can we can we for research purposes can we like film you doing that uh we we, we <laughs> won't share we won't share it no don't fuck me <laughs> fuck you that's what we want to see. <laughs> Fuck yourself. <laughs> but you know what, Ken? I ain't gonna lie. I, I actually like watching some, not all, but some of the amateur porn because it's not. It seems like it's just really them to it. it. Ain't a gang of people in the room. They not going over a set, going over a script. Do this, do that. You know what I mean? I'm with you 100. I hate like fake boob porn. Like if her tits look like she's got like water balloons, that is disappointing. <laughs> yeah, no. But, this woman, you don't feel anything, you weird freak. Like yeah, that's so but, ugly. Okay, yeah, but let's get back to, to let's, let's get back to, let's get back to the issue at hand though, because this is a serious subject. Cat, what kind of vi- <laughs> what kind of vibrator are you using? Shut up, CB. I'm are, not, you using the, are you using the zap in the gap? Oh, who said I'm that? Need you both to get out of my. Who said my, that? my vibrator pillow. Oh wow! <laughs> hey, what would you do if your kids find that shit? Like, what do you do? What do you explain to them? <laughs> they wouldn't find it. I'm a good girl. I know how to hide things. Uh-huh. All right. All right. That was. Uh, we got one more. Now, Vela, you're gonna like this one. Uh, his. He gave Uh-oh. me his name, but I'm gonna uh, just put anonymous on there because uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure he probably doesn't want his name out there. But uh, he says. <laughs> People think we make this stuff up. I tell you, people really be sending this stuff in. Here we go. This is from Anonymous. I'm 42 years old, and I just did open mic poetry, and I just impressed the whole crowd. I'm thinking about rapping again and starting and starting by rapping over some dope beats and freestyling and putting out a mixtape. What do you think? Um, Go for it. Go for it? Go for it go for it i have i have no no negative anybody who wants to follow a dream you know go for it i i went i attended a very prestigious art high school here in chicago and while the tuition was expensive and there were some extremely talented people some people just weren't that talented but they loved being there so you know you gotta shout out to everybody who wants to achieve so you want to do a mixtape do three mixtapes do eight mixtapes i mean if you love it you love it i don't I think we all have received a, a, a CD outside of a club from some rapper, you know, MC such and such, and gave you a, <laughs> a, a 27 track CD with 15 mm-hmm. on it. Like, you know, we, we've all supported the arts. So, yeah. go f- what you think of that? How, how old was he again? He's 42 years old, and this will be, he just did Poetry Night. This That's what I want, to, want you to understand. He did Poetry Night, and now he wants to rap. First time rapping. So. <laughs> Why not? Why you not? Know what? You, you know what? <laughs> it's 
if he can invest in his own hobby, then go for it. What I don't want to see is him, you know, asking for change at Dunkin' Donuts for a mixtape. Like, I don't want that. All right, well, let me say this. I feel this. like Charles Barkley right now, CB. Go ahead. Let, let me tell you something. Listen, <laughs> let, me, let me tell you something. Look, let me tell you something. No, you know, I, I respect this grind. I respect your hustle. Do what you love, no matter your age. There's people out there that are getting acting at 40, 50 years old. You're right. You know what I mean, yeah, music is somewhat known as a young man sport, even though you have veterans that, you know, started young and worked their way till they got old. But, I mean, you never know. Maybe now, if he looks like he can be under 30. Is it two chains like 42? Yeah, but no, two chains. No regardless, but, but two see, chains but been see, around that's my for thing, a while. Though. Like these guys started off young and they've been in the game for years. Yeah. They didn't come in at forty-one and make an album. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what if he actually super cold though, Valley? Like, what if? But, he, but that's what I'm saying. Hey, natural talent. I say go for it. I, I, you know, but at the same time, you look sales. So if he looks fifty-seven, he's not gonna crank. If he looks so, like he. He should have dress socks and dress shoes and a jogging suit, short set though. Man, he need to he need to go call up uh, Marty McFly, hit the back to the future machine, come out in eighty seven. I just want to know, <laughs> I want to know what's his rap name gonna be because if he's just gonna go off of his real name that he sent us, uh, you ain't gonna make it, brother. I think you need what? to kill yourself. What's his Send in some material. Uh, put it on my uh, tweet me. Put it on my um, Twitter, Mama Catley. Uh, go ahead, send it to me. I'll tell you what I think. Oh. Yeah, and she'll be in your video. Yeah. No, I won't. She'll twerk for people. you. She'll twerk. I probably for you. won't. She'll twerk. People. She'll twerk that thing for you. I'm pretty sure I'm busy. Yeah. MC, MC arthritis. <laughs> All right. He could be like grandfather MC. Damn, grandfather MC. <laughs> That's funny. All right, that was Cat's Corner. The long we haven't did Cat's Corner in a while. We got some more we can actually do another time. But uh, check this out. You can email us inside the cave podcast at gmail.com. Uh, tweet us at Cave Crush, or you can just text us like a lot of people have been doing lately. You could text us. You got my number. You can text us, or you can just uh, send us messages in our DM. You can jump in our DM. And send us messages for Cat for Cat's Corner. She will give you her advice, all right? And we usually chime in. We don't usually talk much during her segment, but we just chime in here and there. All right, that was Cat's Corner. All right, Joe Dirt is not here today. Joe Dirt never misses a show. Well, he actually was here earlier for the interview, but Joe Dirt hardly ever misses a show. But the pod, Joe Dirt Sheets is the number one segment of all podcasts. And uh, Slick Rick, you didn't believe me, so I'm going to show you the reason why uh, Joe Dirt Dirt Sheets is one of the number one segments of all podcasts. So, Veli, I usually give Joe the intro. You give me an intro for the Dirt Sheets. Now, am I calling you CB or are you Joe Dirt? What's my name? CB, the oh. showstopper. Okay, so you can, I would prefer if you call me CB and not Joe Dirt since I'm CB. Huh? All right. Well, okay. Jesus. All right, people. Here it is. The best time of the show. And that is what? The dirt sheets. But filling in for Joe Dirt is the man himself, the myth, the legend, the showstopper, CB. America will finally have someone to look up to. His name is Joe Dirt. Oh, 
Joe Dirt in the building. You know the best segment on the Cave Podcast. Tell him something, yo! When inside that, That's my intro? <laughs> oh, God. All right, here we go. Uh, this week's dirt sheet is this. Uh, now, check this out. Um, this is, might be an old story to some, but it's a new story probably to our main listeners. Here we go. This is the dirt sheets. T.I. auditioned 1,600 women for his new Atlanta strip club. Uh, let me say that again. T.I. auditioned 1,600 women for his new Atlanta strip club. Now, you guys can go to our inside the cave blog.com and we will have this whole thing posted so you can see the video and you can be able to read it yourself if you don't believe me but rapper ti held auditions for dancers at his new atlanta strip club and reportedly over 1600 women showed up to show off their skills for the king of king of the south uh, I wish Big Dog was here. I, I want to ask him, is T.I. still the king of the South? But T.I. is opening V Live Atlanta, an offshoot of the popular Houston Urban Gentlemen's Club. The Atlanta location comes on the heels. Somebody say something about heels. Heels on or heels up. Anyway, comes on the heels of V Live expanding into New Orleans and Dallas. It's set to open in ATL later this month. Now, one of the quotes is on, uh, it was a lot of titties and ass scattered about uh, showing up to this audition, and they came in their uniforms, strip, stripper uniforms, a lot, of, a lot of scattered ass. It was a stampede of ass just walking through this place to audition. And one of, the pers- one of the people said, if your ass go up there and fall, that's your ass. Warns the dancers, only 100 out of the 1,600 who showed up reportedly were chosen for the job all right v live has become one of the most well-known strip clubs around the country with celebrities like rihanna and future known to frequent the houston and dallas new orleans location rihanna hit the spot back in may and reportedly spent over fifteen thousand dollars and was seen on video spreading stacks of bills i hope rihanna fucked something I really hope if you spend $15,000 at a strip club, you better, oh man, wait a minute. Yeah, you well, don't, don't, yeah, don't start. Yeah, don't start. yeah you, better, you better hit something. That's the, way I, that's the way I feel. All right. So, Atlanta is known for iconic strip clubs like Magic City, where everyone from hip hop stars to athletes have been known to spend thousands. V Live will have some stiff, I can't make this stuff up, <laughs> stiff competition. All right, who said that? All I'm right. still listening. You guys frequent strip clubs a lot. Is it because it has to be a down south thing? I mean, it's not really a Midwest thing. Strip clubs. You know what, cat? Strip clubs are no fun no more. Ever since Fat Joe made that song called "Make It Rain," like strip clubs used to be back when I was a kid. Like me and Mike, Mike is the creator, one of the creators of Inside the Cave. Me and Mike been going to the strip club since we were 16, 17. He's, uh, on Mannheim Road, I can talk about this, but on Mannheim Road used to be a lot of yes. low-down, dirty-ass strip clubs. What was, I can't remember the name. What na- was that, the Skybox? He's got in and drank for free, so of yeah. course I patron. Yeah, we used to sneak in the strip clubs as a kid. And I tell you what, we used to go in there and just sit down. It was a man's place. Even though we were boys, it was a man's place. You come in that motherfucker, you can come in there with $25 and have a good time. Now, 
these dope boys and came in and ruined everything. Now you gotta spend a thousand dollars at a strip club. Bitch, for what? For what? Give a bitch a thousand dollars for what? I ain't giving a man, give a bitch a thousand for what? And you not sleeping with? I'm a why would I give someone? Not that I'm not that I would do anything like this, but why would I give a chick a thousand dollars to dance? When you can pay for sex and it's cheaper than that, that's crazy. I'm like, I don't, I'm not entertained. That's crazy. So no, I don't frequent strip clubs anymore because I think it's I think it's a waste of time and a waste of money. It's all about stunt. Oh. Back in the day, I remember I was dating this guy and it was his birthday and I did like a big surprise night for him, whatever. And it ended up at the strip club and I didn't have any reservations about being there. I thought the girls were really talented and I got them a lap dance. Like, you know, I, I, I don't think, you know, I, I haven't been to a strip club in years, though. So from what I've seen on like, you know, Facebook and, you know, things like that, these girls are extremely talented and you got to know how to do some shit. You got to have like a bachelor's degree in tumbling. Oh, like you please. have to know how to, you know, just be a very strong. You have to be very strong. It's not like burlesque dancing anymore. So these girls are working hard. Yeah. I think they should pay big money for climbing up a pole 20 feet off the floor just to turn a guy on you know that doesn't turn us on you think we give a fuck about the pole why do you why do you think they do it though then why does that happen they, so that, often they so do that for streets? they do that for them we just care about them being naked nobody cares about them they're doing all that shit to impress y'all they don't give a fuck about that shit that's what i'm saying that's what i'm saying they get a strip club has added women to the strip club women who just go there to be entertained a strip I'm club there. I'm, I'm, I'm that chick i don't mind a strip club at all it's like gymnasts or something you know it's just another form of dance art to me maybe. Yeah, that's bullshit I, I listened to another podcast dance naked. and too short and too short was at a strip club in atlanta in the good old days in the 90s and the stripper asked him do you want to dance and he asked her let me see your pussy that's now we're in the dirt sheet, so I can say that. But yeah, that's but I'm it. sure I'm sure at the time too short was there to spend some money too. So yeah, you know what he's sixty dollars turning man on and he wants 60, to see what tools you're working with. What the fuck is the me kicking a tire at the car dealership? Sixty dollars, you know? sixty dollars. That's what he spent. Sixty dollars. <laughs> right. Now what? Now they messed it all up. Messed it all up, man. <laughs> Forget a strip club, man. Strip club, but yeah, but I'm You guys can go to our uh, blog yeah, page. You wouldn't be turned on if you were at a strip club and Rihanna was there. You know, like running hundred dollar bills down that. You know, the beautiful backside of like a Persian chick. You wouldn't think that was hot. No, we're not I, turned on by the money. We can turn on by the naked ass. Yeah, I'd be turned on if Rihanna jumped on top of that woman or that woman exactly. jumped on top of Rihanna. You yeah. Want free porn? Would you pay fifteen thousand to see that then? Hell no! Why? Like you don't want to pay for any of it. I can go on X videos. <laughs> no, see, the, 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 it's just crazy. I rather. I told my wife a long time ago. I rather go to the bank and pull out some damn money and give it to you. Why? Yeah, yeah, she better. <laughs> like yes, really. That's business. The money is staying in the family. That's Do you crazy. guys think that wives aren't stripping for the husbands? That's why they're going to the strip club? No, these no, guys, guys are going to the strip clubs now to impress other guys. That's what it's all about. I'm going to spend yeah, more, I'm going to spend more money than this next guy. That's they've taken the full fun out of the strip club. That's what that's not what the strip club was based off of. A strip club was supposed to be just like the barbershop. You go in there and get some stuff off your chest, and if you're lucky enough, you can release some other things too. That's what the strip club, the whole premise of a strip club was supposed to be about. Then, uh, and then once again, the dope boys done fucked it up for everybody. Shout out to all the dope boys up there. CB got number love for you. 
<laughs> shout, out, shout out to all our dope boy homies we know. Yeah, shout out to all our dope boy listeners. This is how, how I know, you know, we bullshit a lot, CB bullshit a lot. But this is how he's he truthfully because if dudes to oppress other dudes, it wouldn't be all these shootings and murder. Right. And if you was there rip ass and enjoy the women, you wouldn't give a shit about it. You wouldn't give a shit about all this crazy shit going on. Right. So right. you're saying they're stressed out. They're spending so much money that now they want to go to the trunk and shoot up the place. <laughs> no. Like, yeah, they impressing each other. They not weird. They looking at the chick, but they really at this dude too. Like, yeah. come on, that's what you came here to do? To see what this guy... Yep. Yep. He spent five and six. Okay. Seven, I that was the dirt sheets. Uh, that was CB's version of the dirt sheets. And if you guys think I did a good job trying to represent Joe Dirt, one of the main characters of Inside the Cave, you let me know. But this is uh, dirt sheet esque. And we got a best of dirt sheets coming up pretty soon. All right, Veliville, let's wrap this show up. What you got, brother? Okay, let's wrap this wild show up between the uh, three studios. Yep. <laughs> great having a great uh, always picture the threesome between the guys there's five of us actually there's five of us oh yeah thanks a lot to the twins okay as we just spoke is it only three of us on the show today I think it's Wait. five hey what did Kat say she wants to come between me and CB <laughs> we can make it happen hey, what why <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Why did we have CB read Joe Dirtsheet? <laughs> Wait. Wait, what? Did Kat just go toe-to-toe with me and CB about some damn Aisha Curry knowing her butt, CB? Wait, what? Did Kat substitute porn with tennis for that couple? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? Forty forty love match set. <laughs> Why is forty one year old poet Levi going into raps? I have no idea. Wait, Wait what? Levi. Hold on. Did CB Andrew, Joe, and Courtney to kill himself? That's right. <laughs> Wait, what? what? And did CB blame Veli for his sheep ass body wash? That's right. It was called Ashy Bubble. Boy, that was Gorilla Glue. Wait, what? That is today's wrap up with the three amigos. Hey, that's the wrap up with Veli Vel. The wrap up with Veli Vel. All right, check this out. Uh, make sure you go to our new blog page, InsideTheCaveBlog.com. I can't stress that website enough. It is sweet. Cat, uh, we're missing the blog from you, sister. Oh, don't you fret. Don't you worry your head, honey. Okay, because we got you got your own little, little corner, your own little corner on there. So you can blog whatever you want to for all you little ladies and all you, you know, you can do whatever you want to do for the ladies and I'm stuff. I'm actually thinking about following my good friend. She has a blog about people who don't suck. And don't, I think, um, you know, don't, including don't. our listeners, if you, if you know people who don't suck that are just good people, I'd love to feature them. Uh, suck suck you know, what? What are you talking blog. about? Suck what? <laughs> 
people who don't suck whatever, like people who don't suck at, you know, being a good friend or people who don't suck at being a good parent or people who don't suck at being a good employee or, or suck neighbor. Cock? What are we talking about? Really good. Oh, let's go to the real people that don't suck, you know what? Yeah, they, All need right. to, they need to kill themselves and start over. Please do. Oh, that's a different segment. So there you go. All right, all right. Well, that's cool. Hey, we're, we're waiting on that blog. We're waiting on that blog, cat. Oh, all right, and uh, I want to give a special shout out to Mike for uh, putting this whole thing together, helping putting this whole thing together. Great dude. Shout out to International D. Uh, like I said, shout out to Jay Davis. Uh, the next couple of episodes, we got we already got our cave crushes, the people from the cast. Of, oh uh, man, do we! Uh, another black, what's it? Not another black movie. It's gonna Not be another a, black movie. It's gonna be a dope, dope movie. Chicago's on, and uh, is a guy that's actually got a feature part in that movie. What's that guy's name? I'll tell you. That guy is a great guy. What is that guy? Hey, oh, I appreciate it, man. Oh yeah, that's right. That guy is me. That's right. Yeah, that's right. So your boy CB is actually acting in uh in uh Jay's movie. Uh, Vela, you in that movie? You in the movie yet? You get yeah, because if you in there, I'm in there. Oh, okay, cool. All right, so yeah. Get paid, I get paid. CB and Valley Vale are actually acting, and uh, that's not actually our acting debut. We've actually been in a couple things of Jay Davis. So uh, yeah, check that out. Uh, that was that was the clip you heard during the break. Uh, not another black movie. Shout out to Janet Hubert for coming on Inside the Cave. And uh, I'm telling you, we got a lot of good shows coming up. For those that don't know, we'll be at Exotica coming up pretty soon. All right, shout out, shout out to Roland at Three Leaf Films, uh, doing great work and uh, just just being a good dude, man. And everybody else in the cage, shout out to Sid wherever he's at. Joe Dirt, uh, we miss you, brother. Cousin Lamar, big dog for Vellyville and the lovely, beautiful cat and the twins. I am CB. Uh, go ahead, cat. You get us out of here. You and the twins. Let the twins speak first. Yeah, yeah. Make I wish they could talk. Thanks for listening to Inside the Cave, guys. You have a wonderful, wonderful week, and we'll meet you back here next week. All right. We'll catch your ass next time on Inside the Cave. Bye. Inside the Cave. 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 You're on the number the one cave. show, Inside the Cave. Three Lee Films.